Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It's your girl Wista. This is Fred the Tuna. And we're on our last like in-person episode. Like, you know, like, I, I keep saying like, but I'm moving. Wista's moving to LA. I'm moving to LA soon. I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous though because, you know, I'm about to make new friends, embark on new journeys, and leave some of my friends in Boston. New and weather. Some, and some of these niggas I can't stand too because... You know, I have to reference to some of y'all hoes I don't like, some of y'all niggas I don't like. So, yeah, that's what simply is. She got a cutoff list. I got a cutoff list. My cutoff list been ready since, like, what? Like sophomore year? So- no, freshman year. Freshman my cutoff year? list was ready <laughs> freshman year. I already was like, yo, I can't be talking to these bitches anymore. But luckily, it, it worked out well because some of these people cut themselves off for me. They left, on, they left on their own accord. They left on their own accord. I was like, damn, you did me a favor because, like, I didn't know how I was going to cut you off. You ever been in a situation where, like, you're trying to cut someone off, but you really can't because you kind of have to deal with that person for a bit? So that situation, they helped me out. And I was like, oh. You got you to gotta wait until they're not in your life anymore. Like, maybe you don't off. see them in school. You don't see them in classes. And you just delete them on all social media. And then That's you're it. perfectly fine. But, like, with certain situations, it just happens. And, you know, we're graduating in a few days. What, 11 days? I think so. I'm not even keeping track. I'm not even keeping track. Because, <laughs> man, all these niggas are like, oh, my God. Guys, we're graduating. I'm just like, I don't care. Mad people are hyped for graduation. Mad people are hyped for graduation. If you really think about it, it's really not shit. Because, guess what? We're just entering the big world. And what majority of us still ain't got no fucking jobs. A lot of people don't have jobs. A lot and they of got and they got jobs. they got loans to pay off. Loans to pay off. Mad oh, people shit. are moving back home with their parents because yep. they're trying to save money. Yep. So when people say they're graduating, I'm kind of like, yeah, it's good that you're out of school, but like, it's only gonna get more, like tougher from here on. It's not only that; it's kind of like even with especially with like people who are like in my major, like the whole broadcast students and the whole like production students. Yeah, a lot of them are straight up like, "I'm moving to LA right now, right then and there." Like they're moving right after. For me personally, I'm a logical person, mm-hmm. so like a lot of people would question me and be like, "What's the? How are you gonna move this now?" I'm like, "Bitch, I got a brother that lives out there. That's the first things." That's true. Thing is, too, some of these people that are moving out are like the Bostonian kids who don't drive, don't have a license. I'm just like, bitch, how you gonna be driving around? How you gonna go from Santa, Santa Monica to Silver Lake? How you gonna be... Oh, that's a fucking far distance. That's kind of sad. You know what's really sad is I don't even live in California. I know too much shit about California. That's good. Because I, who was I talking to? And they're like, so you got an apartment yet? I'm like, bitch, I'm not going to move and have an apartment down right this minute because guess what? Pictures are deceiving. 100%. I'd rather be there and look for an apartment while I'm there. Of course. And... The fact that people are like, oh, what's the one day you're moving? Y'all gotta realize I'm Haitian. I'm Haitian. I don't tell you when I leave. I might tell my <laughs> friends. But the thing is, I have trust issues, so I always think someone's out for me. So you're not gonna know when I fucking move until I tell you I fucking moved. Or I put it on a status. Plus, now there's graduation. Everyone's acting mad, like, nice and shit. Like, you had all year to hit us up to, like, say yes. you want to hang out and shit. Yes, and Don't I fucking like, hate that shit. Don't be like, after graduation, we're going to hang oh, out. Oh, you know, like, after graduation, we're going to hang out. We're going to just get go get some drinks, have fun, live like we never lived before. You know, my dad told me. My dad was like, fuck that shit. We leave you right after graduation. I said, fuck that shit, too. I'm not trying to hang out with these broke-ass niggas. I was like, y'all didn't chill with <laughs> me back hell? in the day. Y'all didn't chill with me when I had issues going on while I was in 
in this fucking school, y'all wasn't there for me. People so are just trying to chill you because you have an apartment in LA. That's literally that's the it. only like, reason I already why they're know, trying to hang man, out People are like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna come visit you. I'm like, y'all niggas, y'all, some of y'all niggas know damn right y'all ain't gonna come visit me because y'all fake stunting. Please don't be trying to say that shit right now. Don't be trying to tell me you're gonna come and visit me. I'm like, where you at though? Because some of y'all like, oh, what's the, I'm gonna come and visit you. We're gonna chill out, do this and that. And I'm just like, I already know the people who are gonna visit. And I know the ones y'all just give me some heebie jeebies, some little <laughs> fake talk. <laughs> yeah, you know how like some people, they don't know how to come, like, they don't know how to talk with you. They don't. So like, they just they, like, they, they, come, just say come shit. Say, they just say some shit. Yeah. I can't stand that shit either. I just wanna say when it comes to friendships, cause I realize, you know, as I move, I'm gonna be making new friendships. One thing I can't stand is the whole I miss you. What's well, the first thing they tell you is I miss you. Why can't you why why you told me I miss you? You could have texted me, you got my number, you got my Snapchat, you got everything. You could have asked to roll through. You could have asked to roll through, I miss you. Like, really? What am I supposed to do now? I'm supposed to say I miss you too? I don't tell them that. I'm I don't like, tell them that I'm either. Like, I'm like, nah, sorry. I'm like You well, could have texted me, you got my number. I got a homegirl from back home, she be texting me, I miss you. I'm like, I didn't miss you though. Because you could have hit me up. I'd be like, Oh, you missed me? You could have hit me up. But it's not only that. It's kind of like something that people just use to start a conversation with you. Because every single time when someone tells me I miss you, they always want something from me. Of course. They it's like, it's, like, it's, how they, it's how they ease into it. Oh, you know, I missed you. I'm just like, yo, just spit what you want. What do you fucking want? But that's one of the main things. Another thing is, too, is when people say, like, they're going to put you on for something or something like that. And then you bring it up all the fucking time, Just but they never, never put do down it. the good words. Never. I'm the type of person I will put down good words for you if I genuinely like you. I Immediately, put, I will put down good words for you quickly. And I've had so many dudes be like, "Yo, what's the hooking up with your homegirl?" And I'll be like, "You know what? Okay, I'll hook you up, mm-hmm. but don't get mad if she don't like you back." Mm-hmm. And I've done that plenty of times. This is true. But guess what? Y'all won't want to. The thing is, I realize when it comes to certain friendships. I have people who will claim that they're my friend, but when it's time to claim me, they don't claim me. Nah. So I'm at the point where I got to cut some of y'all niggas off. Like, me too. Like, these people, I just don't fuck with people just trying to, like, jump in when they want something, you know? When and it's, it's not only convenient. that, just for us as creatives, you know how, like, people who are creative, who are doing creative shit, you know how, like, they don't get support from their friends and they usually get support from niggas they don't know? I mean, it's a little different for me because all, all my friends are creative and they usually help. But I do, I do get that. Like, I feel like people who are your friends only hit you up when they need you to do something for them. Like, yep. they need you to like do like a photo shoot yep. or like shout out their business on the podcast. Yep. Oh, yep. Like, yep. like I had. We've this, had plenty of that. Remember that homie from uh, Marlboro who mm-hmm. hit me up and he was just like, "Yo, like Fred, like I'm starting a podcast, and you know, I'd, I'd love it if uh, you could come in on my podcast." And, you know, you know, shout me out or something like that. And I was like, one, you've never shared our podcast. That's one. Two, you don't even like our Facebook page or Instagram. Facts. And three, I don't like yes. So that's it. That's it. Like, we got friends that be like, oh, my God, you know, like, just just give me a shout. I'm like, why should I give you a shout out? You ain't never shared the shit. I pay attention. You don't even fucking listen. I pay attention to, to the statistics. Ooh, that was a tongue twister. A lot of people who ask for shout outs or ask for things on this podcast don't follow it which yeah, is really kind of random and it's kind of sad too because it's kind of like we gave you a shout out but you can't even hear that shit so it's kind of like we're not even throwing shit at people it's just it's just things. facts this is just facts, facts. This is it's facts. just facts because i realize that people some people take facts as being mean or being rude but we're just stating facts to you you want to give another example of stating facts that we've seen on facebook fred recently recently let's talk about it recently we're still was talking about how when 
women put filters on their dating profiles, it is a form of catfishing. catfishing. So let me talk about this. Let me explain this further. I have a homegirl. I got a homegirl. She's on Tinder. And all her pictures are with the flower crown. Every single one. And some of the pictures, she even crops out the flower crown, but you can still see the petals. You can, see the, like, gl- you can see the glare on the forehead. And you can see the glare on her forehead, and you can see the brightening of her skin. I don't like the flower crown for a reason. I don't like those Snapchat filters because it takes out the certain features that you were born with. Of course. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no problem if you like the, the um, filters. I don't give a fuck. I just think, girl, you beautiful. You don't need a filter. Like, why you need a filter for? I understand it's fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't use filters personally, but... If you like it, do what you got to do. Yep. But every single motherfucking picture is a fucking filter. Y'all got to realize, too, I also do, like, online dating profiles, and I help people out. And she asked me to help her out. And I told her, dead ass. I was like, bitch, why do you only got face pics, and they're all filter pics? You only have face pics, and they're all filter pics. I feel pics. like that's, like, the... Like, that's when, like, when I see that, I instantly think a girl is, in, like, insecure. Insecure. Like, that's, You're like, the insecure. First, that's the first thing I think of. You can't show your body off. And also, you out here trying to slim down your face and shit? Like, the fuck? We know you got a pudgy face. It's okay. You gotta, you gotta own it, you know? Own there's, it. there's someone out there who wants that pudgy face. And then, oh, you do you got another option. Lose some weight. <laughs> That's another option, too. I ain't saying you gotta do it, but if you want to, you can do that. But then, I guess, some people came after me and was like, what's the... That's not, that's not nice. I'm just like... I mean, me personally, as, like, a, a guy and my other friends who online date they're not a fan of the filters either oh okay okay friend um excuse me i'm eating good okay but back to what you're saying my story yeah yeah, yeah. uh one we know that you're wearing the filter because it lightens up your skin which is also kind of problematic because i know uh you know colorist issues obviously and also like the whole slimming down your nose and all that shit and then it, it, and it brightens, puts on it, the eyelashes it, it, it brightens your eyes too and, and it puts on eyelashes because i know some of y'all bitches ain't got no fucking eyelashes i don't know that's just deceiving like i don't i really don't fuck with that filter i remember i remember one of i remember one of our homegirls was like yo i don't fuck with the instagram stories because i ain't got filters <laughs> and i was what just like I was like, damn, like, filters are that important? The fact that Snapchat is making, like, all this money off of people buying filters is crazy. And it's a bigger issue in itself about, you know, collective insecurities across, Uh like, social media, you know? But I personally feel like if you're doing that, at least, like, have a picture of your actual face on it. Don't be trying to catfish. Just one, like, Like, if not, you get an X. You getting an ex. You but it's getting... like, are they are they trying to date on Tinder and they shit? They trying to date. Or are they trying to fuck? They trying to date. Mm-mm. We getting a swipe, swipe left. You getting, you getting the left left swipe. That's it. But can we talk about how our homegirl was really trying to defend this bit, this girl? Like, can we just talk about how our homegirl really was trying to defend this girl? Be like, no, it's okay. I, I, I didn't even, what did she say? I didn't even read what she said. She said, hold on. And I'm not even trying to call out our homegirl or anything. I actually, like, I genuinely just wanted to talk about because I just found it so funny. She said, it's not really catfishing if everyone's aware that the filters make you feel look better. I understand that, but I was just rolling for the fact that, like, she even admitted to the fact that, hey, I'm catfishing these dudes with my face. So if that's the case, and do they not care if the dude doesn't swipe on them because they know that it's not how they actually look? I that I should ask. I should ask. I should ask. Because that's what I would think. I'm like, oh, so if you know that people think you're presenting yourself in a fake manner, then if they don't fuck with you, you're not salty, right? I, <laughs> I, 
Because because if you know that you're deceiving people and they tell you don't fuck with you because of that, you can't be salty about it. You know what I feel like when it comes to the filter? I feel like the filter makes you look ashy sometimes. That shit does make you look ashy. You look ashy. You look dry. You look ashy. You look dry. All the filters are mad annoying. I'm sorry. They are. You know which one I can't stand is the one with the little bear and it got the little nose and it got the little ears. And I'm just like, bitch, y'all ain't no bears. I never, like, whenever I see those filters, I never think a shoddy is popping. Like, I have yet to see one girl who looks good with that filter. Well, uh, Kylie Jenner be using them. I don't follow Kylie Jenner. Okay, then never mind then. <laughs> like, I'm, I just think it looks mad childish. Like, I think it is mad childish, but you know that's what people like. If you're trying to, if, if you're if you're sending a snap and the filters on, that's like cool because that's what it's for. But yeah. like, if you're just taking a picture and you're posting that shit on social media, Yo, I that's problematic. That shit. It's when people put like Facebook pictures or anything and they put a filter. I ain't got no problem with you. That's your Facebook the, the profile. Dog and, the dog the and the dog and crown filters. One. The dog and crown one. I got a problem with those because it's just like. Girl, we know it smooths out your skin. We know your skin doesn't look like peanut butter brittle no more. We understand. But it's kind of like... You just got to take a shower. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> you just got to take a shower. That's true, though. Moisturize, you your, fa- moisturize your face. Exfoli- you do got a shower. Exfoliate. That's it. I tell people straight up, if you got skin issues and you get like bumps in your skin, sometimes it just means you ain't bathing correctly. That's it. Get you some like... This is, this is what I'm going to give advice for. Because someone was telling me I have clear skin. Get you some of those fucking Caribbean soaps. <laughs> go to the fucking beauty supply. And the beauty supply shop I go is um, Latino-owned. So go to one of those. Get you some Carl Magic. It's a carrot soap. It's got a bitch hey, on it. She got a towel soap. on. That's it. She got a towel on. It's called Cowl Magic for my Haitians. You know, get you a nice washcloth. Get you like the really rough ones, and I'm not gonna lie, the dollar store hooks it up with the washcloths. Just That's make true. sure you wash it before you use it, and then, you know you get in the shower, you know, get some hot water going, get your body wet. You know, you gotta when you're the thing people don't under, understand is when you're taking a shower, you must lather the fuck out of that fucking washcloth. That's true. You need to lather it. And another thing is, and I know some people don't think I'm fucking crazy, you need to be aggressive when you clean in your body. Of course. That means you gotta scratch you gotta, the fuck you out scratch, of it. You gotta scratch you off of that dead skin. You have to scratch that fucking dead skin off, whether it's on your legs, your armpits. I will say this, your armpits. <laughs> like, for me, I'm allergic to fucking antiperspirant deodorants. So I already know my pits are going to be stinking. If you are someone who's allergic to certain deodorants... Please scrub the fuck out of your armpits. When I mean you better scrub it, you better scrub it like you're fucking lifting weights. <laughs> you better be scrubbing that bitch till it's fucking clear. And then also, when you got to put on the, that, that deodorant, the best deodorant to use is the Arm & Hammer. Because um, basically, if you're allergic to like antiperspirant deodorants, you're allergic to aluminum in deodorants. Because aluminum is in deodorants, and that's bad for you. So, get you some Arm & Hammer, non Aluminum deodorant, put that shit. Y'all put that shit on like fifty times, but you'll be so smelling good. And if you that shit finna change your life. And also, if you also feel like hey, you need a little bit reassurance, spray some perfume in your armpits. That's it. Best perfume to buy. If you a little bougie, get you some YSL. You could probably get uh, get away with just wearing uh, what's it called, like scented lotion too, right? You could, but if you're someone like me, and you work out, and you a little bit on the bigger side, you gotta get you some fucking. Perfume for your armpits too. Get you some YSL black opium. If you a bougie girl and if you're not, just go to CVS and buy a random perfume. Put that shit in your armpits. You'll be smelling good for the whole day. That's the first thing. And also, I noticed that a lot of people don't wash on the side of their noses. Oh, yeah. Uh, You gotta do that. You gotta wash the side of your nose. 
Cause that there's some buildup up there in the indents. Oh, you know where the people don't be washing their fucking e- their fucking ears. Your fucking like ears. Behind the ears or like yes. inside the ears. Your well, that too. But the back of your ears, especially if you wear earrings, and cause woo. I was about to say who washing inside the ears. <laughs> earring backs smell so nasty if you don't clean them. Or like I know some people who wear earrings when they take a shower. Let that salt build up. And you take that shit out. Who? Smell like fungus and uh, everything combined together. Woo! Smell like you got mushrooms growing on your fucking ear. I feel like now I'm gonna like start. I feel like most of the time I'm not even like smelling shit. I'm just like walking around. I'm gonna start like when I hug a shot. I'm about to be like, hmm, let me inspect real quick. Let me take out the book. Let me see. She clean the ears. Mm. Clean that nose. Mm. Warm perfume. Lotioning. Mm. Conditioning. But, but I feel like the thing is, um, I also feel like when it comes to just hygiene in general, we're kind of at that age where, like, I know a lot of people are, like, first thing, if they want a significant other, they think about hygiene. But hygiene is very important. The older you get, the more you start getting funkier. But I remember, I remember my mom used to tell me, teenagers fucking stink. Because you're going through puberty and shit. Like, teenagers fucking stink. Like, you ever just been to the gym and they're, like, those teenagers who are out there working out? And you just be passing by them. You're like, damn, y'all really do fucking stink. Like, the thing is, also, when you go to the gym, I go to CrossFit. I will say this. No shade to some of the people who go to my CrossFit. They they be stinking. They be stinking. I can't even hate because I feel like when I go to the gym, I don't even give a fuck. But you know, like, when the stench hits you? Like, I'm just trying to put some weights back. For me, I'm like, it's the gym, so, like, I already expect it to be smelly, so I don't I know, but when that stench just hits your nose out of nowhere, because I had an experience one situation where someone, like, busted up right behind me while I'm trying to put the weights back, and that stench just hit my nose so fast. Like, you ever just been in a situation the stench just kicks you right in the ass? Yeah. That was my situation. I was just like, whoa. When I smell that, I'm like, damn, this person working out good. And you know, and I was carrying I was carrying 225 plates <laughs> on the side of my arms. I almost dropped that shit on my foot. That's how bad it is. It's the gym, though. I don't know. I know it's the gym, but it's just like, that shit just hits you. Maybe it's because I'm from Haiti, and I'm just so used to the motherfuckers being so superficial. And you were germaphobe, too. And I'm a germaphobe, too. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I remember back, because we go to this bougie-ass gym in Haiti, Actually, my spin instructor is actually kind of famous now. I saw that video. <laughs> yo, my spin instructor was video. getting it. You can't lie. Yo, my spin instructor, you guys, y'all need to go. If you ever end up in Haiti and you need, like, someone to work out with, go look up um, Roman St. Luke. Please, please go work out with Roman because let me tell you why. Well, basically, his name is Roman if you think about it because mm-hmm. in Creole, it's Roman. But mm-hmm. he's, like, a boxer and also, like, a spin instructor at, like, one of the popular gyms in Haiti. Yeah. And he has, like, this viral video because there's, like, this... Um, the one of them dancing. Dancing on the fucking spin bike. <laughs> he was winding his waist on the spin dancing bike. The spin and he bike, took bro. his shirt off, trying to show it off. And I'm just like, damn, this nigga really be forcing it. I'm telling you right now, he be forcing it. Like... I'm telling you, gyms in the Caribbean don't play games. They be forcing it. Yep. Have you twerking on the shit and everything. And I'm like, hold up. Yep. Like, because I feel like I get more of a workout when I go to spin class in Haiti than America. Because they're like, okay, time to go up, down, one position, two position, three position, four, five, one, two, three, four. And I'm just like, bitch, ain't nobody twerking. Ain't nobody doing anything. We just going to be going up and down. This ain't no, what the fuck? But the gym's out in Haiti. You're kind of looked down upon if you stink. 
Because people are superficial. Really? That's people interesting. Are, people are superficial. You have to realize this is the bougie side. Okay. You know, you got the bougie French people that come because they're Haitian, but they lived in France for a bit, so they're back home. Yeah. You know, girls usually take a shower before they go to the gym. Okay. And then go to the gym and then go take another shower. So basically taking two showers already. Okay. So every single morning, me and my mom would wake up in the morning, take a shower, go to the gym, and then get a workout in. Because you ain't trying to smell. Oh, yeah? Because I don't know what it is. People out there, they just give you a certain look. There's a certain type of thing they expect coming from you. Okay. If you're in this high-class gym, yeah. you better not be smelling or doing this thing. What I'm telling you, That's wild. the rooms, like the workout rooms or like the, the classrooms, especially when it comes to like the classes you take, smells like perfume. Everyone has perfume. Some it's of them crazy. pull up with it. Some of them pull up with their little little makeup on. What the? Fuck? You pull up with lipstick on, some lip gloss, with your eyeliner on, about to sweat your ass up. At I've a seen that a few. Class. I've seen that a few times. I've seen Shadi go to the gym like wearing makeup and shit. And oh. I'm just like, you bold for that. You bold. A lot of girls at our school do that. I remember uh, them saying, "Oh, like I don't want to go to like the gym at Suffolk because." I'm gonna see kids I know or whatever, but Who I'm like, you there to get fit? Like you're not there to worry about people looking at you. Feel Ain't nobody there for that. Ain't nobody there for these niggas at these this school, anyways. But I feel like dudes don't be checking girls out like that at the gym anyway. If you're trying to get fit, you ain't you ain't looking for girls at the gym. You're just you trying, really to you're you're trying, trying to get fit. You're trying to feel better about yourself. But I just hate that superficial shit because when you go through that situation, that fucks with your mind when you actually go to like an actual gym where people really don't give a fuck. Yeah, because you're so like guarded. And you're Which is like, why when yeah. that stench hit me, I was shook because that bougie side of me came out and I was like, yo, what's the, you need to relax because like you're in America. You can't be acting up like that. Americans don't give a fuck. Americans really like don't give a fuck. Oh my God. But Fred, if you think about it, we're like, our podcast, if you think about it, we're at the point where we can't even say it's when two college students get together. It's going to be like when two recent college grads. What will be students again soon? Season two. Season two. Um, let's just let them know. Season two, let me tell you something. We're both going to be in different areas. Mm-hmm. We're still going to do this shit. We're still, most likely, if you think about it, this podcast is going to be the journey of us graduating from college and trying to find our way through the real world. And not being under the silver. It's like spoon. it's like a it's like a better rom com. It's like a better rom com, minus the fact that you know these two friends are just trying to find their ways through life. That's it. That's it. Ain't no love in this bitch. Not yet. Not yet. But you know, we we out here. We will be looking out. We will be looking out. Like I said, I told Fred, I'm gonna find his boo out there. Oh my god. Shoot, you gonna find your boo out in L. A. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she out there. She out there. If you look like Zoe Kravitz, let's go. Hit us. Hit me up. We gonna be I'm friends. I'm glad you mentioned that. That was like the first thing we said in like. Season one, episode one. <laughs> what? What did I say? We're talking about Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, my obsession with her. Zoe Kravitz. The first two or three episodes is literally me just talking about like girls I don't fuck with anymore. <laughs> Yo, if you really think about it, I feel bad for like people who listen to this and like know us because I got we got actually we actually do have emails of people talking shit about other people that we know. We do actually. We just don't talk about it yet because mm-hmm. we're still in school. The podcast is going to get more lit now that we're gone. Oh. Now we don't have to worry about... Trust me. We're going to be talking about fake allegations put against us. Hmm. I can't wait to let y'all know some of these stories. Because, Lord, when I heard some false accusations about both of us sometimes, who? I really wish I could tell y'all. We got stories for we days. We got stories, man. Yeah. The Instagram about to be popping now because we're going to be posting more videos, more content. 
I honestly you remodeling guys, our logo. Honestly, you guys, I just want to let y'all know we got we got some stories and we got. Huh. You got some content. It's some messy, I, some messy yo, content. You don't understand how much I can't wait to tell that one story. That one story, you know what story I'm I know the story. About, I want to talk about it too. I want to talk about it because you know I'm a nice person. But, you know, people trying to ruin your reputation sometimes. Trying to ruin your career. Trying to ruin your career, your education. It happens. But I have nothing. I wish nothing bad for that person because I'm not a malice person. I'm mm-hmm. not mean. Mm-hmm. I might be grimy, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to wish nothing bad on you because you know why? I'm not heartless. I wish nothing for the best for the people who don't like me and the people who like me. Mm-hmm. Simple as it is. Because you it. know why? And so the words are fabulous. Happy hoes ain't hating and hating hoes ain't happy. And yeah. I'm a happy hoe and I ain't hating. Yeah. That's it. That's it. But that's it. I just can't wait for y'all to hear this fucking story because like I can't wait for y'all to hear the mess. The, like my the true the true tea. The true the true tea. Because when I mean like this story is so fucking long, y'all. It might be a two hour episode for y'all to know about this shit. We were just boiling the water in we, season one. Season two, you getting the, the real tea. You getting the you're real the shit. Real we gonna probably lose some friends after that episode, anyways. But oh well, fuck them niggas. They, they, already, cut, they already cut off. They already that's cut it. off. Also, for some of our friends who be saying, oh yeah, you know, y'all been there since day one I know which ones y'all be listening and I know which ones are day ones so don't be coming at me trying to say oh we the day ones no y'all ain't, ain't that's no day it. ones. y'all ain't no day ones people be saying they day ones but they don't even follow like we can see that we can see that like just our friends we're not even talking about like people we don't know we ain't even salty if you don't if you don't fuck with the pod you don't fuck with the pod it's not that serious not that just serious. don't just don't say you fuck with it that's it cause we know things and I hate when people lie to us that's the thing I hate the most I just can't stand liars. I really can't. Just like I had a friend who was trying to judge me for wanting to move. And I was just like, bitch, I can move. What are you trying to tell me? Oh, like, you don't know what you want to do, this and that. I'm just like, um, excuse me, boo. I'll be back in New York for a month practicing my driving. That's a main thing. You want to move to L.A. too, but you don't know how to drive. Mm. You should be trying to get your fucking um, permission. Per, uh, what, what is permit, it? permit. Permit. You sound about to say permission slip. Yeah, permit. Maybe she does need a permission slip from her parents to move. <laughs> but you need to get your permit. You need to get your shit together because... If I told a lot of people, because like I said, a lot of people in my major want to move out. Of course. And a lot, you know, a lot of them are from Boston. They don't have permits or anything. They can't drive. I told them straight up, like, you need to know how to drive. You do. They ain't got no train system like that out there. Yes, they do have a train system. But they, I think they're supposed to ex- extend it. That's what Romaine was telling me. I don't know. Plus, you need to start budgeting, uh, paying for gas. Yeah. And possibly doing maintenance for the car. Yeah, you got to think about that, too. Like if they get a car, if they get a car, like then you better be Uber everywhere. And insurance and all that shit. Uber everywhere, then mm. Lyft everywhere. Must be ramen every day, then. You bitch got money. <laughs> Bitches got money, then. They got money, then. Okay. I don't know. They live in one of those rich ass neighborhoods in Massachusetts. I don't know. I'm not from here. I'm from New York. I don't have time for this bullshit. I'm just glad to be fucking done with school. That's true. You know what I can't stand too? What? Because I'm thinking about it. It's like some of those kids that like you would think got money and they fake stunting. Of course. All the time. Y'all can't stand motherfuckers who fake stunt. And you know who did that shit recently? Bow Wow. Of course he did. Bow Wow was trying to fake stunt. I'm thinking to myself as nigga, when was the last time you had a hit? When was the last time Bow Wow had a hit? What is he even doing now? Bow Wow's on like a show on CSI. He's on one of those CSI. Is he a main character though? He's like, I would say like he is part of the main cast. He's a recurring character. Okay. So you know he's getting some checks, but it's kind of like, why even try to act like okay, 
you know. He didn't I, even do it the right way because I feel like most rappers who go to do like entertainment yeah. and like movies, they usually like are known for those. Like people refer to you as your rap name versus like your actual name. Yeah. Like like Common or like Ice Cube. When you see a movie in there, you see Ice Cube. Be like, oh, it's Ice Cube. You it's know? not Shad. It's Moss. not Shad Moss. If you really think about it, he really played himself with the Shad Moss. But I also feel like too, he just had bad investments and bad doing bad shit with his like money and everything. Yeah. Which I think. Um, I really think that he needs to fix that shit. But I personally feel like, yo, when was the last time Bow Wow really had an actual hit? Like, Shoddy Like Mine. Shoddy Like Mine? With Chris Brown. What about that song Sweat with Lil Wayne? I didn't even hear that song. Girl, I, I, I want to make you sweat. So- I've, I've never heard that song. Bro. And is it Bow Wow song or is it Lil Wayne song? It's a Bow Wow song <laughs> featuring I, Lil Wayne. I don't remember that being a big hit. What about that Marco Polo song with Soldier Boy? Marco? Polo. Was that was, Polo. was that was Marco. that was that after Shawty Like Mine? Yeah, that was after. Okay, because Marco, Shawty Like okay, Mine was like when Marco Polo. Shawty Like Mine was when Omarion and um, Bow Wow got together, right? And Bow Wow was dating Angela Simmons. I thought it was I thought it was Bow Wow and Chris Brown who did Shawty Like Mine. Yo, I must be fucked up. I thought it was Bow Wow and Chris Brown because I was, I remember thinking, damn, like Bow Wow is only making a career right now out of featuring artists that are relevant. Because Chris Brown was blowing up at the time. Oh, shit. It is with Chris Brown. Yeah. I'm not here thinking about Let Me Hold You with Omarion. Oh, that, yeah. Let that, me that, hold you. Yeah, that was, that, that, was, that was a dope. That was a dope joint. That was a good album. I will say, when Bow Wow and Omarion got together, that was good. I can understand they were making checks. Yeah, they were making checks. But then when Bow Wow left the scene, had a kid. Well, he had a kid. but he had I a guess kid? like had a kid? Yeah, he has a kid. He has Ooh. a daughter. I don't know, some Instagram model, I think. Okay. But I think he owes, like, money and everything with child support and shit like that. But, like, his Damn, net worth bro. is low. But the thing is, I got no... I don't understand why he would even do that. There are celebrities who still fly commercial. Oh, I can believe that. I can believe that. There are celebrities who fly commercial. You could have... You could have easily just sit first class in commercial flights. Black China flies commercial, but she flies first class. Yeah, and plus, like... You don't, what, what, what do you need with private jet? You ain't got Beyonce money. You ain't got Beyonce money. You ain't got no Jay-Z money. You wish you had P. Diddy money. Like, you ain't got that money. You ain't even got Snoop Dogg money. Snoop, Snoop's the one who put you on. You ain't got that money no more. He should have stuck around with Snoop. He or really like, should Or, like, stay tight with, like, that family. Like, Snoop and Pharrell and all of them. And um, what's, his name? what's his name? What's his name? Um, that nigga from fucking So So Deaf Entertainment, Jermaine Dupri. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's who put him on. Jermaine Dupri got money. He should have stuck with those people. He should have stuck with them. properly invested and did what they had to do. Just, like, if you think about it, I will say the only smart person who really got away with, like, you know how, like, they, some people have a cosign and, like, they actually got away from their cosign and actually did good? Yeah. It's Justin Bieber. Justin yeah, Bieber is did. the only person I could think of that had a cosign that's still relevant. Oh, yeah, I feel like Justin Bieber is still, like, a really big thing to, like, a lot of, like, teenagers and, like... Yeah, he still is. And, like, pop fans, you know? Because wasn't he co-signed with Usher? Yeah, I don't even think he talks to Usher no more. Probably not. He's too busy doing his own thing. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure him and Usher don't even have a relationship no more. No, but I feel like Usher right now is, like, hiding. Like, he's about to drop something hot pretty soon. Because he always comes back. He's, he always revamps himself and he somehow becomes relevant again. You know who's just coming like out with some new shit? You know who's coming out with some new shit? Kanye. 
Yo, I heard about that shit. I heard he's on a mountain. Yo, Minnesota, <laughs> Wyoming, my nigga. Yo. I'm thinking to myself is, yo. Yo, leave it to EA to do something that hot, bro. And if you think about it, it's going to be some crazy shit. Because didn't he, like, go to Hawaii for my deep? Yo, I, I always fuck up that one. My dark, twisted fantasy? Yes. My, you see, I said my deep. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, is my dark, twisted fantasies. Cause I, don't, he, I, don't rem- I don't remember. Someone was much. telling me he went to Hawaii for that one. And then for Waves, he was just up in, what's his name? The, um co-founder of Def Jam. He was just at his studio for the whole time. If you think about it, Kanye is smart. He isolates himself from the world and he just works on his music and then he's like, here, bitches, Honestly, I just feel, album. I just feel like Kanye West, he has one more chance to really redeem himself with his album. Well, you didn't like, you didn't like, um, Life The of Life of Pablo? Pablo? You didn't like it? Life of Pablo is good, but it's not a classic. And I'm not, I'm not expecting Kanye West to always drop classics because he's already done enough. Like, he's yeah. already, like, the greatest. It's I, just... For him to like come back as a relevant artist, artist like in music, mm-hmm. he needs to drop something that's dope. My only thing is, I'm worried that he's going to take the new school rap wave mm-hmm. and try to be like Travis Scott, like too much. And I'm worried Ooh, about that. I'm yeah, worried, I'm, I'm sorry. About like, that. I'm sorry. I can't. Ima- I can imagine like Kanye doing a track like Travis. But he just doesn't have like that Travis Scott. I felt like that part. It. I feel like that part felt like that. Yeah, I don't. It felt like a very. Travis I don't. Scott, like, I song. don't like it. Like Travis Scott is the only person who can really do that shit and get away with it. Yeah. Everybody else really can't do it because I noticed. Like, who was telling me this? Someone was like, "Oh, Joey Badass is trying to do that Travis Scott shit," and then kind of like, so? I don't. I don't, I think, don't think so. so. But th- that's what someone was telling me, and I'm just like, I really don't think that. But I feel like also. I feel like he just needs to find his niche again, just like how I feel about Wale. Because oh, true, Wale has uh, he's kind of he fell off a little bit. Wale fell off a little bit, but it's better than when he came out. When he first came out with that song with Lady Gaga, and he got screwed over. I don't remember that. Oh damn, you didn't remember that song with Chillin? No. Oh damn, I did not. I, the last Wale time, for I, the long. last time I was listening to Wale was when he was dropping um, Ambition. Like oh, back. that okay. So I've been listening back. to Wale for a long ass yeah, time because I was never really a Wale fan. It was, like, was, it was like it was, it was, it was like I appreciated what he did, but I never like sat down. I only knew of him because of Rick Ross. That's it. I was always a Wale fan. I liked him because of Lady Gaga. He did a song with Lady Gaga. That's that's an interesting mix. A lot of rappers are starting to do that right now. Just like collaborating with just like offset rappers. Good shout out to I mean shout out to Lady Gaga though for not being like a hindrance in the rap community. Did you read that show Miley Cyrus? That shit got me fucked up. Yo, I really can't stand that bitch. I really can't. She was just like, oh, yo, I don't, I, I don't really, I can't fuck her hip hop no more because of and its, you know, it's, it's, it's suggestive and aggressive. I'm just like, bitch, you are the one who like wore like forced it, like forced it, like yo, I, you know what I just realized? Because I realized that shit too. Because I remember when she came out with bangers, I was like, yo, man, this white girl mad lit, this and that, and then the ill cultural appropriation. She had black twerkers twerking and shit. She was, oh my god! And I remember all the, like the white girls I lived with were like, "Yes, Smiley, you know, like she's really out here representing for us and like showing you guys that we can do it too." And I was just like, "Y'all bitches ain't shit. What's she twerking out here? She ain't twerking shit. Looking like blubber just moving all around the place. You know, like when someone got like little ass, and they can't." That's what it was. It. They meme, they meme their ass too. Remember when she wearing them, or- them orange booty shorts? And the thing is, you and, and what video was I watching? I was watching a video. I want to give this video the fucking credit because I love giving people credit for what they do. Which one? I don't remember the video, but I remember I was watching a video and it was showing. Oh, I think it was like one of for the, one of those websites. Yeah. But it was showing how like when any single time a Disney star or Nickelodeon star is about to trans like transition, trans- transition. Yeah. They usually use hip hop because. Hip hop is deemed as the adult music, as in the sexual music. 
so they're kind of like they showed like pictures of um artists like justin timberlake selena gomez nick jonas miley cyrus because for example when it comes to justin timberlake yes we like him but some people do call him a culture vulture just to, to, a, to a yeah to a degree to a degree i like jt but i'll say to a degree he does to a degree he, he, doesn't, does he, he doesn't really give back he doesn't and then we have Miss um, Selena Gomez. The reason why they talk about Selena Gomez is because she did a track with ASAP Rocky. So, like, whenever an artist wants to transition, they usually use a black artist. My other my other problem is I feel like a lot of the black male artists there only do it because they're so obsessed with this idea of like white women. I feel like oh, like people like people that. like people like ASAP Rocky. Like he's always just trying to fuck around with just like random right, ass white girls. Well, he didn't Kendall Jenner right now. Of course, it's ASAP Rocky. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if you do that shit. He said some pretty problematic things in the past. Yeah, he did. He said some shit about dark skinned women and how yeah, they don't look good with red lipstick or something. I was shit just like, like yo, stop! Like, stop this coon shit! Like, stop! Mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky is so extra. It's okay. His braids ain't looking popping. I only, I only give him like an okay just because Tyler created messes with him. That's yeah. the only reason why I'm just like, all right. I like the other members of the ASAP. He mom. needs to be like Ferg and mind his business. Ferg is just minding his business. Ferg has no beef with no one. No, no. He just he just makes music and he just chills. That's it. You That's don't, my niggas only don't know. Niggas, niggas don't even know what Ferg does. If he's with Shadi, niggas don't know that. That's my only member favorite member of the ASAP mob. Everybody else can go sit down. But like I said, they brought up people like Selena Gomez, also Miley Cyrus won't be in them. Because Miley Cyrus did a song. That whole Bangers album, I was all over that fucking album because that was my shit. Oh, really? That was my fucking album. Because I was never a Hannah Montana fan. I just I, I was I, never I didn't like that. the I just didn't like the fact to me she always felt kind of fake. This bitch did a song with Ludacris. Big Sean. I don't get how Nelly. I don't get how they did that. Like I don't did she pay them? Like how did she get these big time rappers to She did a song with Future. That's what I'm she saying. did a song with Will I Am and French Montana and fucking Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Who else this bitch did a song with that's fucking a rapper? No, she literally jumped in the culture, utilized it as much as possible, and then once she was over it, she left and she was just like, oh, I don't, fuck with, I don't fuck with hip-hop. It gave her a chance to gain a black audience. Exactly. Just like how I feel with Taylor Swift and the whole Kendrick thing. Me too. I think, the, I think, like, I think the same way. And I think these white artists like need to learn that if you're going to appropriate black culture, you should at least give back. Like, how, you can't, you can't, you can't fucking... Try to be black, and then after you make all your money, be like, oh, but, like, I don't fuck with black people and black problems and black issues. Yeah. That's literally what culture appropriation is. Taking- she said, yeah, you know, I just like the Kendrick stuff because he's talking about some real shit, real shit, but I don't like the whole suck on my cock. But she's, saying, like, she's saying real, it's like real shit that you don't, you don't know anything about, like, But I'm saying stop. to myself as bitch, didn't you say some shit like, oh, I'm gonna ride your face like a fucking orangutan, bitch? For me, I'm, for me, I'm just like a lot of the people, especially the, like the white folks who be talking shit about like. Hold on. They be talking lyrics. shit about like hip hop being like aggressive and like suggestive and exploitive and all that bullshit. Like, have y'all ever like just sat down and listened to some like the old rock tracks they used to listen? Like, yo, that shit's so crazy. Much, there's so much. It's literally called sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Like that's literally mm-hmm. what you call it. So I don't really know why people are always attacking hip hop, especially conservatives who are. Way back in the day, listening to things like fucking Guns N' Roses and fucking uh, Aerosmith and all that shit. Shit, I like all that shit too. It's just, could we just not pretend that like rap is the only music that talks about these things? Like, we're gonna pretend like people in the 70s really weren't just like getting fucking high and having mad sex? Mm-hmm. All right. 
All right. Uh, you know what, man, Miley? You know what? Go back to your damn country music. Go back to your damn country music. They, need to, they just need to step off. I feel the same way about the fucking uh, Kardashians. That's why I fuck with Diddy's crop out. That shit killed me. So, wait. So, what's wrong with the Kardashians? Please let me know. The Kardashians? What do you feel? What do you feel about the Kardashians? I don't hate the Kardashians specifically. I just feel like, like I was saying before about, uh, you know, this the whiteness being this thing that people like to make into a trophy. I just feel like... Literally, I read in a, like a, on a YouTube comment, they were like, yo, Kylie uh, Kylie, and the rest of the Kardashians, like, every fucking rapper is literally fucking around with these, like, five girls. Like, everyone is literally just, like... Well, mm. I wouldn't say Courtney though. Courtney don't. Really I just mean like in general, like the, okay. the Kardashians are a commodity. You know, they're 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 a currency. Like you know what? I'll say I'll say I'll say maybe if you're thinking about because Chloe is with a basketball player, I'll be like she's a sports girl. Well, you know, what? let's not even say that because she dated French Montana's ass. Okay, you you could get back to what you were saying. No, it, I get it, what you it, mean. It, yeah, it's just they're a commodity. They're not. They're not. People are just fucking around with them just to fuck around and just to say that they did it. They're they're trophies. If you, you know? really think about it, it's kind of like oh, you know how like some people have bragging rights. Yeah. So they're basically you're basically saying that they're like kind of sort of like a bragging right. Exactly. Like oh, you know I hit it. Like yeah. just like we're raging when he did the whole I hit it first. And this is this is one of those things where it's not even that you're hitting it and then you're just like letting it be. You're just hitting it and then you you're really proud of it and like whatever. Like I get it. Like some people really do like these women. It's just. I think they need to understand why I like these women and exactly why they're doing what they're doing to get them this much attention and this much media coverage. Like, that's why I fuck with Diddy, and I and I never say that shit. Like, <laughs> like to ever hear like, listen, this is the only time you will ever hear me say I fuck with Sean Combs, the nigga, who, the nigga who made Sean John, nigga. Puff Daddy, Yo. P Diddy, Wait, Diddy did Diddy. his thing. Diddy did his thing. No, no, he I fucked him out. Yeah, that's why I fucked with him. And then he put like um black boy success. In exactly, his and that's why Diddy got my respect again. And then when you see like the original picture, it's kind of like trash. the original picture did not look good at all. Because it's like okay, all the black guys together, and then it's I like felt like I, I, I felt like I, it felt like a prom picture, you know? Yeah. When you show with your niggas and two white girls want to join, so they just stand there, like get the fuck out, like they stop. stand there and they pull up the middle finger, thinking they all. About and this is not even on a racial shit because most of white girls who do this shit don't even care about black issues or even post about like things like the death of Trayvon Martin or you know other African Americans who have been gunned down unlawfully. And Feel they, me? And they also got, like, half-black nieces and nephews. Feel me? I'm like, you're not being vocal about any of this activism shit, but you out here writing for the culture when it comes to fucking going to these parties, listening to trap music, drinking fucking Hennessy. Like, bitch, stop. Like, <laughs> or fucking the rappers. Literally, man. Like, if... Nigga, if I had a dollar for every white girl who want, who went, to, went up to a party... Had on fucking Hennessy and was trying to do the nay nay and the whip. I would pay off. I would. I would pay off my college tuition. Oh my god! <laughs> I would pay that this shit off. Said, oh my god! That's why I stopped going to parties like that. Just because like I get so uncomfortable. I'm just like, bitch. Is, I can't I do that dance. Stop. I ain't got no problem with white people drinking Hennessy and that shit. I will say Henny. I don't know where I heard it from, but Henny was like one of the first like liquors that like. Because you know how like there are certain liquors that are like, now nah, we don't want black people drinking our shit. Yeah. But they're actually like, one of those people that actually want, were like, yo. Plus, I think, plus I think Nas sponsored Henny, too. Yeah. But the thing is, I will say, it's kind of like, I ain't got no problem if you drinking Henny. You want to do the... You, the thing about me is, especially when it comes to like certain, like, I know this one sounds so fucked up, because I am a fucked up person. But you know how like you have those white friends that want to be mad extra and want to be down with the cause and the culture. Yeah. So they try to go all out their way. I will let you embarrass yourself. That's fine. So pull up they, to my parties. They should pull up to the party trying to do some shit. Pull up because we've had we've had white people pull up to my parties 
and they want to be all gully they want to be all like this and that yo i'm gonna do this i'm gonna twerk on the wall i'll let you do i'll hype you up you might look ridiculous but i'm gonna hype you up and let you do that shit that's why you gotta get yourself some like woke friends like i like I, I, I came to what's this party with two uh no three of my white homies you know the homie tyler you know mm-hmm. he's been on the episode and then the homie duncan mm-hmm. and his girlfriend lily mm-hmm. and when i first got to the party i was like wow like are they gonna be able to do this? Because your yeah. party was it was it was ratchet. It was there was there was hood niggas everywhere. There were and you know what they were doing their thing. They were they dancing. Were. They were having they, a fun time. I, I would talk to them. I was like, damn, y'all really out here. They weren't. It. They weren't. They weren't scared or and anything. You can see they were not uncomfortable. Either. Exactly, and that's 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 what's the most important thing. If you're gonna go these things, like you need to be very open, accepting of the people there. And I like the fact that they came through. And for me, like, I'm still going to predominantly white parties just because whenever I go, I feel extremely uncomfortable. Like, I can oh, tell I they're all, sometimes. I can tell that they're all looking at me. I can tell that they don't want to talk to me. They don't want to fuck around with me. Yeah, I know. You know, and I just don't fuck with that, you know? I feel you on that because was it recently we were, well, I fell asleep. But, like, my homegirl was having a party, and I'm just like, girl, I would bring some diversity to your party. But I'm just like, I'm too tired. But I would I would definitely go to that party. But when I'm talking about, when you're talking about, like, not going to, like, fully white parties, I'm talking about, like, the parties, like, the frat parties and shit like that. Because I have no time. Oh, those are those are, those are are problematic for parties. Some, from certain dear white people shit going I've, on. I've been to those parties. Those parties are extra. You know, people be saying some... Some weird, some, they be saying some, some racist shit. They be saying some racist, some racist shit, shit, saying the n word, and I'm like, hold up. Oh, I remember that. That was a that was an awkward. What's up, my nigga? That was an awkward. One of, one of your friends said that. Not one of your friends. Someone that goes to one of your uh, classes said that shit. I'm gonna say wait, her name. Wait, wait. I'm gonna text say her that name. shit to me. Text I'm, that shit I'm gonna to say me. her name. Hold up, hold up, because I need to make sure I ain't fucking with that bitch. Hold up, hold, hold up. up. All You're right. lying. So this is what happened. So I go to a party, right, and. It was, I think, I think it was like a Halloween party or some shit like that. How you gonna try to type the name of my fucking computer when I'm on Amazon looking for speakers? Okay, because I don't want to get my phone. Oh, that bitch! Fuck that bitch! Yeah. I knew her ass would say that shit because yeah. she said, and then she said nigga in front of me once too, and I looked oh, at she this. Did? I looked at her like. She said that I shit, her and ass. I was so shocked. I was like, Did she say like, "What's up, my nigga"? No, no, no. She, she. I think she was quoting some type of song or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Or maybe, or maybe she said, maybe she did say that. This was a long time ago, but I remember it was me, uh, Juan, and I think another, another. Oh, and Sydney, Sydney, mm-hmm. homegirl Sydney, and Sydney. I look at each other like, did this white girl who doesn't support any black, black any black things just say? Nigga, like I even I, had to educate. I, I was so confused. I was like, wait, what? Remember, like, when Katy Perry went through that situation where she was, like, dressed up like a geisha and shit? Yeah. I had to educate that bitch on that situation. She was like, I don't get it. Why is it wrong? Why is it wrong to do blackface? And I'm like, oh, God, man. There's some people you just can't educate. They don't understand. I'd be telling them, I'd be telling them like it is. All right. And also, here's my, here's my other thing for you listeners who are salty and you're like, oh, like, it's just the word, blah, blah, blah. Here's my thing. If you can answer this... It'd be great because I feel like I always ask this question and people can never answer it. And I'm I'm honestly like fucked up. Like, do I need to write a thesis on this? <laughs> like, there is literally a derogative term for every fucking race race slash ethnicity. That's true. You could literally call yourselves your derogative term. Like, white people can be like, "Yo, what up, my cracker?" All you have to do is take away the er and add an a. That's what black people do. So why is it that? All these other races and ethnicities don't want to call each other by the derogative term. Why don't you want to reclaim that? Yeah. 
give them some time to think. Okay, let's let's stay silent for a bit. All right, I think that's time. Okay. Did you get your answer yet? Did no. Nope. Well, maybe. Ah, oh, let me answer for you. It's because you're a fucking culture vulture. And you like black culture because black culture is a center of American pop culture and it's universal and it's fucking cool. It is. You want to be black, but you don't want to be black. Bitch. It's like Paul Mooney said, everyone want to be a nigga, but no one want to be a nigga. You think it's cool to get, you know, the style, yep, the you know, braids, the braids, the, braids, the, you know, the Air Force One, the, the, the Jordans. But when it comes to a protest. Eating the fried chicken too. Literally. But when it comes to the protest, you're not, you're not there. But you're not now, even posting on Facebook. Y'all want to take the culture. Y'all want to take the collard greens and call it leafy, moist, moist leaf greens. Y'all want to take the cornbread and call it bread with corn. Yo, and that was some of my problems with, like, people in, like, high school. And it's not only black culture. Can we talk about Caribbean and African culture, too? Because I notice y'all motherfuckers really trying to profit off these cultures now. Every culture, every culture that's not not white, essentially. I'm, I'm saying this today. Justin Bieber will be doing a track with WizKid. I'm sorry, my Nigerian friends. Y'all culture getting gentrified next. Because I see everybody with these daishikis on. They trying to do the zonto, the shoki. I'm just like, shit. Like, like y'all ain't even giving props to the cultures. Just like with these fucking Jamaican artists. And, like, their music is getting taken away. The Caribbean artists. I, luckily for me, I mm-hmm. know Haitians. Our music just... Y'all ain't gonna gentrify that shit. Because our music is slow. Yeah. Our music is slow. Well, our music is about that slow grinding shit. Y'all ain't got time for that. And I get that, too. Like, I know, like, for me, like, one of them, like, my biggest issues in high school was, like, there'd be a lot of, like, Latin people mm-hmm. in my school, and they would literally, like, hate black people. Mm-hmm. Like, they would, they would, like, they would, like, because Juan would tell me everything, because Juan is Mexican, so he knew what yeah. went on behind the scenes, but they would, like, tell, like, their, you know, kids not to uh, date black men or tell their friends not to hang out with any of the black folks at school. But then you'd hear them say nigga all the fucking time. Like, they'd, they'd call each other nigga. And I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. How do you hate black people, but you like to say the word nigga? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like my problem with Rich Chigga. I like Rich Chigga. I think it's cool that mm-hmm. there's an Asian American getting... Um, hey, man, if you think about it, Asian people cannot call themselves chiggas. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think it's dope. You know dope. what I think- they should just do? If y'all want to say nigga so much, take whatever is... Let's say I'm not going to say like the derogatory terms. Whatever it starts with for you, and put replace the N with the first. That's literally all, that's literally all you have to do. Rich Chigga was like, okay, I can't be rich, nigga. I'm gonna call myself Rich Chigga. And even that was problematic for me because I'm just like, I all right, I'm I'm happy that there's Asian American representation. I think that's very very yeah, important in the hip hop world. In the hip hop world, that. because if you think about it, we. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people were like watching about that YouTube life back in two thousand and seven. Yeah. Because the people I remember who were Asian and rapping were like Jay Rise. Ooh. Oh yeah, Jay Rise. Jay Rise was kind of whack though. He was kind of whack. He was all right. He was okay, but he was kind of whack. He's on Sprite commercials still. I still see him on the Sprite homie, commercials. The homie Traffic. Shout Traffic. Out to, shout out to Timothy DeLaGhetto. Timothy DeLaGhetto who's on fucking Wilder now. Um, you had um, what's his name? There's so many of them, but they kind of... I need to add... I'd have to to go back to my YouTube favorites. (laughs) But it's just like, I feel like you're doing all that, but there's still so much anti-blackness in the Asian community, slash Asian American Pacific Islander community. And it just just really... It's just very frustrating to see people take stuff from us and still hate us, you know? It's like with K-pop. K-pop used so much from hip-hop culture, but... Yeah, and then they they just don't... They just don't fuck with us, and it's, it's, it's painful, you know? 
I'm just like, okay, y'all niggas want to profit out my culture, but y'all still can't be black. Y'all ain't popping like us. I'm proud to be black. I love being black because you know why? Guess what? I know the struggle. I know what I got to go through. And guess what? I have a a mind to myself. I know my shit. And I get I that. I say certain things. I know. My culture is popping. You just mad that you're part of the culture. I know. That's simply what it I is. Know, I know Juan earlier was talking about how, like, for him, like, yeah. he always feels more comfortable being around black people uh-huh. than other Mexicans just because he feels like... Since black people are always being, you know, looked down upon and made fun of and stereotyped, he feels like we're a lot more accepting of other people because we know how it feels to yes, be. Yes, uh, because we know how it feels to be fucking disrespected. We know how it feels to be like alienated. Like I'm not even gonna lie. I always tell people straight up, I'm the nice. I'm the thing. My dad always told me was, you're black, and there's certain situations where you're just going to have to be nice. My dad's the same way. He says the same my shit to me. My dad said, you know, every time I leave the house, you're a racist motherfucker. You can't just be letting them get to you because you know why they're doing that so they can cause more issues. So I always make sure I'm the nicest person. Even if we're not friends, I will be nice to you. I don't have no mouse against anyone. I'm the type of person, you could be my enemy, and I say this all the time, and I mean it. If someone I didn't like if their life was in danger, I will save your ass, but don't talk to me after. I feel the same way. Don't talk to me after. I feel the same we way. We ain't talking, but you about to die right now, bitch, I'll save your life. But after that, you will realize I saved your ass, but don't talk to me after. I'm going to be like, you're welcome, then I'm going to walk away. Walk That's away. That's it. Don't, I'll, be like, I'll look back and be like, don't talk to me still. And it's sad that we have to like deal with that shit. I remember when I got my Mercedes, the first thing my dad did to me, he was like, listen, like, if you get stopped, like... You know, you, you know, you know. This is what you do because it costs my stoppy because you're a black dude driving a Mercedes. Like, why? It's like why? Why do? Why is people in our race having discussions on shit like that? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Why do we have to worry about shit like that? You know, that's just annoying. That's why I don't fuck around with the Kardashians like that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to think about it. I was like, wait, I but it's true know, though. I don't know. Man. Maybe 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 it, it's just me looking at it. Uh, from well, a I feel you on that, especially like what we talked about last episode. With the whole, like, experiencing racism and education and everything. Yeah. If you really think about it, like, I've noticed just for, like, our surrounding, like, yes, we're black and we're really nice people. I do feel like sometimes it gets taken advantage of. For oh, some yeah, reason, of course. Especially for that. Like, I'm around, like, I befriended someone. And I'm the type of person, if you're new, I'm going to be your friend. I will be nice to you until you find your right group. But I guess, like, people, when they see you around someone so much, they expect you to be their friend. And it's kind of like, I can't be your friend. Like, I'm not going to be your friend. Yeah. We can't just, be friends all the damn time. Or just, like, perceptions of just, like, how they expect you to be all the time. That's the problem yes. with being super oh nice sometimes. Gosh. If you're super nice sometimes, when you're mean one time, people just can't, like, process it people properly. People can't process it. And that's the thing. I'm at the point where I have to be I have to be a little bit meaner for some of y'all because, like, I'm. There's, you know how, like, some people really think, like, they might be your acquaintance, but they think, like, you're their friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, no. I have levels when it comes to friendships, okay? There is levels when it comes to friendships with me. Because I put you in a, a category. If I don't see you all the time, if we're classmates and we're friends in classes, you're my acquaintance. Okay. You're not my friend. Okay. If you invite me to a friend's, okay, maybe you're like a what? A level, I go I go backwards when it comes to friendships. When I, go, I know you go from, from three to one. But I go from one, two, three. Okay. So you're a level one friend. Okay. The more, the higher it is, the better it is. Like, okay. when it comes to high school friends, do I really have, like, level ten friends? Nope. I would have to say, like, level two. Okay. Maybe level four, three. Like, we talk here and there. Like, okay. we throw some funny shit on Snap. I'm going to 
answer back. Yeah. The thing about me is I've been screwed over by friends so many fucking times that I have trust issues. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone who knows me knows I got major trust issues. Mm-hmm. When I mean I got trust issues, I don't even trust getting in the car with some of y'all niggas. <laughs> like, Lord. When I mean I have trust issues, it's so bad. Because losing my trust is the worst thing you can do. Because I'm a loyal-ass motherfucker. This is true. But once you lose... Once I lose my trust in you, I can't fuck with you like that no more. Well, I'm the same way. I give people two strikes, sometimes nah, three. Nah, I don't give chances. I, do I don't that. give chances. I don't give chances. I don't give second It depends chances. how bad you're talking about, though. Like, what do you mean What do you mean by, like, cutting people out? Like, what do they have to do to you? You do, you do some shit or, like... Especially if you do some shit and use me... Like, that's, I think that's different though. That's like an extreme. I'm talking about the little things. Let, let's say what little things. Like what? What's a little thing you would talk about? Because like like all right, how about this? Like you hit them up. Like you need a favor from them, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe something like light work. Like you know you need them to help you do a project, right? Okay. And they'd never answer, mm-hmm. right? So that'd be like a strike for me. I'd or they're on Snapchat and they... Exactly. Okay. So that'd be like a strike for me. I'm like, all right, strike. Okay, I can understand. That. And then and then if I hit you up two times and you still like are not down for me or trying to help me out do something, mm-hmm. that just cut you off. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, fuck. It's not, I'm not talking about something like really big, like they like talk shit about you or something oh, like no, that. You that's a, that's, a, that's, a automatic, that's an automatic ex. You talk shit about me, I'm done. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's get it. Like, bye. Because the thing is about me is, I'm, I'm the type of person, you can talk shit about me, I really don't give a fuck. Because guess what? People talk shit about everyone. Yeah, I don't even care. Like The thing is, if I talk shit, I'm going to just say it in your face. You want to know I talk shit? Here, here's what I said. I will defend myself. That's the main thing is. I just want to roast, like... Oh, I love roasting. Me and Fred talk shit about each other with each other. I just want to roast, like... We talk shit about each other with each other. On the group chat all the time. Group chat, shit. I remember this one day, fucking Fred and Wad roasted me all over Facebook. (laughs) And niggas I didn't even fuck with trying to add in on it. And I was like, hold (laughs) up. Some of y'all niggas need to back the fuck up because y'all are not part of this roast. Remember that moment? I remember that where roast. Where people I don't even fuck with try to, try to roast me. Yeah, and I was, I was like, wild. I was like, who are these people liking my posts? And I was like, I haven't talked to you, y'all bitches in so fucking long. Y'all need to back the fuck up right now. Y'all still working at McDonald's since fucking freshman year. Damn. Uh, high school. You see, I said freshman year. And I was like, hold up. It's a good thing you're moving because now that... Like all your like now you're graduating, that means that the kids you went to high school are also graduating. So then they would all Well not all of them. Or like a lot of them. So then they'd move back to like where you're from. Like well, I know I wouldn't say all some of them are still stuck in our town. That's what I mean though. Like 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 alright, so like for me, if I was moving back to Marlboro, mm-hmm. I would see all the kids from Marlboro that I grew up with because they're all leaving college yeah. to come back to Marlboro. Yeah. So then I'd see them motherfuckers all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now that I'm in Boston, mm-hmm. I don't have to see them. You know what I mean? And I think the thing I hate the most, like especially when it comes to like moving or you're from like a, a town, is the fact I hate the awkward like interactions you have with niggas you were never close with. And you just gotta see them because they're like, um, they're like cashiers <laughs> at a store. Yo. I say, fuck them niggas, man. Yo, I hate the worst because every single time I go to Target or I go to like grocery stores, it's always niggas I went to high school with. Bro. And they're like, and you know, sometimes it's niggas who are popular who like really think they're about that life. They're still reliving <laughs> that high school lifestyle. Be like, yo, what's the what's good? How you doing? And they're asking about your life. Like, how you, what you doing? And you know, I be, I be going ham. I'm like, you know, I'm doing this and that. I got friends and this and yeah, that. I don't, I don't even tell them, man. Nah, I tell them. I, I let them feel them. bad. <laughs> Clevis is here laughing his ass off because he knows it's a fact. It's true. Yo, I went to Five Guys in Marlboro when I... Yeah, I went back to Marlboro. And I was, you know, I was hungry. I, I went with my homeboy who, you know, we've been homies since high school. Yeah. And I get my shit, right? And then I'm chilling in there waiting for my sandwich. And I look over and there's this white kid looking at me, right? He's and he just keeps looking at me. I'm just like, 
who the fuck is this dude? And you know me, like, I never wear my glasses, so like, uh-huh. I can't even see his ass. So I'm just like, all right, this is a problem. So then they call my order. I stand up. I look at my order. Mm-hmm. This nigga is still looking at me. Yo, I can't stand what people And I'm stand. just like, wait, you're not going to say something? That's the problem with you guys. Like, y- you want to connect, but you don't want to make the first move. If you're not going to make the first move, then why even try to start a conversation? You know what I'm saying? So I look at him. And I see him. I'm recognizing him. And I don't say shit. I'm like, nigga, you looking at me. I ain't concerned about you. I'm concerned about this burger. Yeah. And then I walked away. Mm-hmm. So, Tyler, turn your ass turn your ass over. I ain't trying to be your friend. Uh-huh. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I don't got no roast today. <laughs> all I know is... I'm exhausted. All I know is when I have interactions, especially... The thing I hate the most is when I'm, like, at the mall and they're working at the store. And I'm just like... Why are you like one of those kids who got like straight A's? What are you doing here? They're like, yeah, you know, I had to take off from school, this and that. I'm just like, damn. The worst is when you at the grocery store. You just trying to buy some groceries. I don't even. I, I'm not even mad if people I fucked with in high school came up to talk to me because I, you know, they're cool. I just hate the people who've never talked to you before. Yeah, and then they come and then they about. come up to they come up to you like you're like best friends. I'm like, wait, you like made fun of me? <laughs> like, why are we? Like, yeah, like, I'm not going to, like, yeah, let bygones be bygones, but, like, we're not friends. Just say hi and walk away. They see you up the worst good. thing is when... People want to hit you up when you're doing great. Mm-hmm. All the fucking time. That's true. Mm-hmm. All the fucking time. Funny thing is, I remember I was in the drive-thru to, like, a fast food restaurant with my cousin, and I was driving, and guess what? I opened the window, and there was someone that I didn't fuck with in high school, and they're like, Wista! Oh, my God! Oh, hell no. I'm just like, bitch, you working here still? The fuck? No hell no! I like, can't. I, I, I can't be fucking around with them people, bro. People peak in high school. People peak in high school. I call everybody I thought I was gonna peak in high school. I called it. After that, I didn't see them ass doing anything. I was like, mm. some people do hit a certain peak and then they stay in that peak because they think, okay, I was popping at that time. Your best years can't be in high school. Is no, if your best years in high school, you're doomed. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> you're doomed. There is there is no up from here. There's only down. No, because I know some people who did have their peak in high school, and they're still peaking in college. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Your boy right here. <laughs> but, but, like, they That's were, it. They were, like, one of those AP students and shit like that. Oh, yeah. I had I had friends who were killing it in high school, and they kept killing it. Like, those people were awesome. But the kids who were, like, super popular and assholes, they're still doing the same shit. They're only cool in our town. That's it. They'll never elevate. Or they got kids. Yeah. And shout out to them, but, like... That's not life. That's not life I want. What, a kid? No, I'm just. I I just don't want to be an asshole and then pretend like I'm nice. Like three years later, you know, yeah. Like, you should just be nice to whoever you meet now, so you don't have to deal with that in the future. And so. the thing is, you have to be nice to whoever you want because guess what? Someone who you might be nice to might actually hook you up with something. They might just stunt. Yeah. They might. They might just glow up and kill it. That's it. Like I always tell people straight up, like be nice to whoever you meet, and if someone cuts you off, fuck them. They cut you off. They cut you off. It's on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been I've been doing a better job just being like straightforward about like feelings and shit. I just been like, yo, like you're pissing me off, and like I'm gonna cut you off. So like, do you want to apologize or like nah? I'm at the point because you know we're at the point where we're ad- entering adulthood and really trying to find your main group of friend that you're going to keep. I already like you know what? I think I already found my group of friends. You know what I'm saying? I- I'm still at the point, you know, I'm moving, so I'm kind of like... Starting from scratch. I'm starting from scratch. Well, not really, because I still have certain friends around. When you're talking about, like, leaving, it's kind of like, damn, man. 
it took me fucking three years to find a solid ass friend. Group. That's like, true. like, how long is it gonna take me now? Yo, I don't know. You gotta be careful, especially with LA. Oh, I know. The land of the snakes. Land of the snakes. Trust me, I learned my lesson here in Boston. I know a sneaky bitch. For me, I'm gonna do my best to uh, hit up the homies that are so in school. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna still hit up this homie. This dude, Clevis, right here. Clevis, <laughs> aka <laughs> Mr. ESPN. I'm gonna hit up Clevis. And just like, all, just, and just like all, all the other folks that have been on the podcast, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, all, all you gotta do is when you have time, just, you know, send a text. Hit, send a text to your friends, like, yo, how you doing? Let's get coffee. Let's, let's, a, get, let's get beer. It goes a long way. Like, it goes a long way. Clevis, don't worry. I'll still be bothering. <laughs> I got your number now. <laughs> I'm just like, people be acting like they can't see each other. I'm like, bro, like, you got a fucking phone. Well, <laughs> well social that's media. what I tell niggas. Niggas are like, oh, it's not going to be the same. I'm like, you got FaceTime. I'm like, people, FaceTime. I'm like, my dad still connects with, like, the people that he went to, like, school with in, like, Africa. Like, they were still sending letters to each other back and forth. Bruh. Or, like, calling via landline. That's like, small stuff. Yeah, like, if you want to be friends with someone, you can do it. If you're not, you're just being lazy. And mm-hmm. sometimes I do get people grow apart, but, like, come on. Like, you don't got to talk every day. You don't, you don't have to talk, talk every day. day. Like, me and one of my homegirls, we don't talk every... We talk, like, what, once every fucking three months when mm-hmm. we keep up each other updated. Yeah. You're going to have friends you're going to talk to every single fucking day because those are your friends. Yeah. And you're going to have friends you rarely talk to, but they're still your friends. Like, I have friends from high school. I rarely talk to them, but when I do, we catch up and this and that. Like, Listen, why? Yeah. And then, hey, like I said, when you move and you transition, you're going to see who you're going to want to talk to every day and who you're not going to want to talk to every day. That's true. That's true. Like I said, I'm pretty sure my fucking phone is going to blow up the same way it did. It's been going for the past few years. I know who texts me and I know who don't text me. This is true. You don't text me, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to still be doing me. Mm-hmm. This is facts. Oh, they're gonna text. They're gonna text you when you do that one Facebook post saying that you just got a new job at some big firm or whatever. I'll be like, "Well, I'm officially here." Like I said, I don't tell niggas when I leave because I'm Haitian and I feel like there's always someone out there for some, trying to do some shit to me. So I don't let you know when I leave. You find out when I put it up. I'm curious. What, Clevis, Mister, <laughs> Mister ESPN, ESPN, Clevis, you wanna keep in contact yeah. with us? Yeah, you got it. You got yeah. a you got a big Twitter following. Mm. I was wondering if people in high school like hit you up all the time and put them on to like sell tickets uh, to us so, and like all yeah, that. So yeah, so in high school, I was a friendly guy. I knew a lot of people, talked to everyone, and then college comes around, and then I start growing like this. The sports thing, are you yeah. I get like better at what I'm doing. And then, oh, look at Clark. He just pulled the mic. He's like, <laughs> That's what nah, I'm saying. So then, so then I got, I've been so lucky, so fortunate the past two years specifically. I go to the Boston Globe. I go to Fansided, which is Partner Sports Illustrated. And then I do TV appearances for CNN on the Philippine side. Hey. And then so I do all that stuff. And then people see that I, I'm verified on Twitter that... I, today, I semi-broke news on Jay-Z's nephew. Yeah. Hold up, what? <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, Clevis. He's a journalist, man. This, 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 this shit off the record. Hold up, Clevis. Please explain that, please. I'm chewing on these shit. The Jay-Z part. So, um, so I got... The news already... I didn't... I lost to someone, but the news is that... Uh, let me see his name. Naziah Carter. He's a basketball player in high school. He's from Rochester, New York. He's currently in Boston right now mm-hmm. because he's visiting Boston College mm-hmm. for basketball okay. versus. He originally committed to Dayton. Long story short, I tell my boss about it. He thinks I first reported it. What I should have done was like, nah, I was too late on it. Yeah. But then I get a, a, some stranger randomly hits me up from the Boston Globe. Was like, hey, Clutch, I heard this. 
And he's like, we're talking about it. And then whenever I do stuff like that, people from high school be like, hey, Clevis, I see what you're up to. I got people tell me, like, yo, can you put me in the Boston Globe? Can you promote my stuff? The only way I promote, like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, you ain't really, you know. I talked to you in high school, but we ain't really like that. Of course. And then there was this one situation in particular. When I was at Northeastern, I think, I want to say January. Yeah. I'm there for a basketball tournament. Wasn't that when I was bothering the shit out of you on Snapchat when you were was at the tournament? Yeah, I was at a tournament. And Shaq's son was there, too? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, that was the same day, but I didn't get to go there. But, yeah, Shaq's son, he got roasted by some kid. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, he going he going to, what, USC or something like that? Okay. UCLA, something, but he's so he good, but anyway. Yeah. I was at Northeastern, and there, there's this girl that I know. Yeah. That I was like, hey, you know, I'm around here, you know, trying to link up, whatever, just say hello, something like that. Yeah. And then she hit me. This is toward the end of the tournament. No, they used to have me feeling special. I had, like, security and everything. I was like, okay. Okay. But then so you the, was popping. Yeah. Yeah. And then TD Garden, the same thing. I had security and all that stuff. I was like, I feel special. Okay. But then this girl hit me up. She responded. She was like, Clevis, I talked to you, like, once or twice in high school. I don't know why you blowing up my phone. And I was like, but I'll, I just gave her two messages. Yeah, yeah. And then she, like, screenshot. It was on Snapchat. She screenshot the messages. I'm like, oh, damn, what she about to do? Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, I remember that, I remember that. Okay. And then I was like, and then she hit me up a few months later. I was like, hey, Clevis, I didn't know you were so big and all this stuff. Because then apparently she was looking to Suffolk because she goes from Facebook. She was just like, very much like maybe she wanted to transfer. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, I see you on the website, Clevis. And then she apparently, she like she was like, she wanted to dig deep. She was like, I didn't know you were doing all this stuff. And I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, I'm trying to live my life and get better every day. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry about what I did. And Ooh. I was like. And then I was like, I hit her with the okay, and I was like, yeah, that's whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, I stopped the conversation there. Yeah. But it's just my thing, like, what's to say? Like, be nice to everyone because you never know when it comes back. And it's also to this, too, like, people will randomly hit y'all up when they see y'all doing good. Yeah, all, the, you will. all the time. But be with me when I'm at the bottom trying to get to the top. Yeah. So. No, I agree. I agree completely. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, as you know, like, my friends do an array of great things, you know? Being friends of, you know, Lucky and all of them. and Oh, yeah. A lot of my friends are doing, like, stunt work for, like, uh, Marvel, which is kind of wild. Uh, and fr- Vogue. Oh, yeah, and Vogue. And another friend was doing, uh, <laughs> he, he was in the Wolverine movie, which is mad random. But, yeah, like, these are the people I just met randomly, like, in the park or, like, through random conversation. I just kept random up with. I, I just, just kept up with, you know. They're just you know my, what just I can't see the most? It's like when someone might cut you off and they try to come back in your life. Oh, no, I can't, I, I can't have that. They see potential in you. I can't and they're like, you know, I want to be there so I can be like, I was there for the journey. See, that's why, that's why I'd be supporting everyone to just post shit on, like, Facebook. Like, or people that I, claim they've been with you from the start. Yeah. Uh, if one of my homies posts something, even if I don't like it, I, I'm going to still like it and share it. Like, I'm going to still yeah. support. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That exposure is a lot more important. And if they need my opinion on why I don't like it, I'll tell them. But, like, I never... You know, there's no need to do that. You yeah. don't need to critique or bring someone Plus, when people, when you're honest with people, it's more respect. Exactly, yeah. That's why I'm an honest person. I know a lot of people don't take like to take the truth because they like to believe lies better. But I'm an honest person. If I don't like it, I don't like it, but I'll end up liking it sooner or later. Mm. That's how I am. I support my friends. I like people telling me they don't like it because I, I like, I'm a, I'm a feedback person. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll take a photo, I'll edit it. And then I'll, I'll, or I'll make a video and I'll record it and I'll bring it to like Juan or one of my roommates and like, yo, critique the shit out of this. Like, I'm fine. I'm not going to cry. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll critique it. I'll go back. I'll work on it. And I bring it back. They give me the approval. Next person. Yeah, you know? see, like, it should be like that, you know? Yeah, when you want to become great, like, you have to have the confidence, like, you want to be the best in the world at what you do. Like, ain't no one touch me. Exactly. Like, you got to, you just got to work hard every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Clevis, we already know you're going to be at ESPN anyway. <laughs> He's already there. <laughs> I wish. I wish. 
The only, thing, the only thing holding him back now is age. That's it. <laughs> you know, once he graduates, he's gonna get signed to some big stage. You, oh, like, you better like let us. You better let us have like a segment in your show. <laughs> we like, have a show on Yo, please ESPN. let me come through. I mean, right now, let's come Boston, through. Boston we trying to go to the ESPN campus in Connecticut. I mean, after they cut a hundred people, I don't know. What ESPN cut a hundred people? What's the where you been? <laughs> I didn't know that. They, well, I'm not a sports person. They cut a hundred. They cut a hundred plus. So, because they're trying to make space for you. <laughs> I hope so. I hope that's the plan. But right now, Boston goes and treat me really well. Apparently, my my boss thinks I'm very highly of me, which I did not even know. Mm-hmm. So, um, hopefully, I get better. And I, like, this summer, I'm trying to take great advantage of what the opportunity I have just, What's to, the, just hmm? to get better at it. I, I, need to, I need to interject real quick. <laughs> oh, God. What happened? How does nigga Charlamagne <laughs> go and post... A fucking picture of his quote from his book, mm-hmm. and have a spelling mistake. Where? What Charlemagne do? Read this. Okay. T- fuck your. Where? Where's the Just mistake? Keep reading it. Fuck your dreams when they are aren't actually yours. Too many times the dream you th- you're oh <laughs> whoa <laughs> nigga. I right. like Charlamagne, but he he hey that's authentic though. It's authentic. It's authentic. Making typos is authentic. Making typos on after, after writing shit and in caps. And you know what? You're going to roast me because I actually did post that shit on my Facebook. Oh, my God. Jesus. 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 But I will say, Clevis, you have so much fucking potential. Just don't give up, please. <laughs> don't give up on your career. I can see you doing big things with ESPN. <laughs> That's God. why I call you Mr. ESPN for a reason. <laughs> I think you're like I have, I've I've received a lot of a lot of support uh, for the past two years, and it's crazy because it's like you know I don't really, I'm not the type of guy like to like put all my information out there. Mm-hmm. Like usually it's like people find like word of mouth. Twitter's where I'm mainly at. It's like that's how you know. Like I don't make announcements on Facebook. Like no one really knows at the Boston Globe until I was like I have to go to work, and that's how people would figure out. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know, start trying to stay humble. But I I always appreciate the support. Now it's just like. How can I get better? I got to figure it out. I got to think about it. I got to talk to people. Yeah. So it's just, I, I want to become the best in the world of what I do. So, and plus, being a black journalist, black sports journalist. It's hard. It's hard, but it's, it's difficult. It, it can also be fun Because sometimes, usually, the most of the majority of the time, they're just old players. Yeah, so, and then, um, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully, no. hopefully, 10 years from now, I'm like, I made it, you know, talking to everyone. I'm big, glad you said 10 years from now, because some niggas be like, maybe three years from now. Big things, uh, bro. Big it, things. It, it's all a progress. You know, you it's a progress. You got to start your way down from up. Mm-hmm. So. That's what I always tell people. Some people will probably have their um, progress quicker than you, but sometimes you got to do the tortoise and the hair, the hair um, fucking maneuver. Mm-hmm. The longer it takes, the greater it's going to be for you. It comes at different times. It comes at different you know. times because some people will fall out, some people won't. Yeah, some people, you probably won't reach like your end goal, like the goal you want to be at now until maybe 30. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah. No problem with that. Yeah, it's like as long maybe, as. Like, maybe even later. Because 30 is young. People don't, people think 30 is old. 30 is a young oh, age. 30 is yeah. a young age for sure. So, uh, like def- it's changed now. The mentality for 30 has changed now, so I can understand that. But I will say, how do you feel? I have one question before like we end this all. How do you feel about how um, the 2008 Celtics all got together <laughs> for Kevin Garnett's fucking um, show? Yeah. And they talked about Ray Allen. Yo, can I just ask you one thing, though? Why was Paul Pierce on a wheelchair and he had them sunglasses on? Paul Pierce had them fucking um, sunglasses you get from fucking college with the side names on them. Or the shades, because apparently it's an inside thing. Because apparently Perk mentioned it. P always wears shades inside, inside everywhere. Even after, when they're at the club, he wore shades. House, he wore shades. So that's a personal thing. He wore the wheelchair because back in 08, I think game one or game two, he hurt himself, and they had to take a, they had to use a wheelchair to get him off the gym. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's like a meme. If you look it up right now, it's like a meme. He's crying in the chair. So that's why they brought it back is like, oh, you old man, like, remember this. But to when they were on KG show, I loved it. Them boys kept, they, they were honest. They kept it so real. About Ray Allen. About Ray Allen, about everything they're talking about. But the Ray Allen thing, they, no one no one sugarcoated. They're like, when he left, he didn't, it wasn't a proper goodbye. He didn't tell us he was leaving. We didn't get a text. And then they were talking about how Ray could have easily, apparently his relationship with Doc Rivers was bad too. Yeah, I, I saw that. I heard he that. mentioned that. And then Avery Bradley played a role. So it was like, there was so much going on. And me personally, when you watch the, the show, what's the, mm-hmm. them boy, they some OGs on that show. Perk. Or, you know, KG and yeah. Pierce. It's weird seeing how Ray Allen's personality fit that team. Because mm-hmm. he's more of like a Tiger Woods type of guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it's like, how did they mesh? Yeah. So, I think that's interesting. But I loved I liked the honesty. No one tried to hide anything. They kept it real. And then, But you can't hide from it forever. You really can't. Next year is going to be 10 years. There's going to be some type of reunion. 20 years from now, they'll all be retired. You'll get back together. And then Perk said that he's willing to talk to Ray Allen whenever... Rondo mm-hmm. will make the call, or Ray Allen has to reach out first. So I think something might happen. Plus, they're getting back together this summer because Rondo's holding an event for all of them to get back together. Now, I have a question: Is the 2008 Boston team really that iconic? Okay, I think this it's, is just me, just yeah, me being yeah, yeah. from New York. Yeah, because yeah. I know y'all are from Massachusetts. Just me being from New York. Yeah, I think what's special about that team is that they did it their first year. Mm-hmm. And it was the first of our generation super team. Mm-hmm. And the way it was done, it was done via trade. Because of the big three of the Boston, LeBron went to Miami because he could never beat Boston. Mm-hmm. After LeBron in his seat, the Lakers got Dwight. That failed. After that, KG and Paris go to Brooklyn. So it was just a ripple effect of super team. So I think that's why that team's so special. They wanted their first year, and they're one of the biggest what-ifs in NBA history. Yeah. Because... If they so, are healthy, they start that whole three superstar shit. Yep, and if they stay healthy, they might have at least three or four rings. This KG got hurt, Perkins got hurt, Rondo got hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's a big what if, but you can't live in the past. You can only live in the moment. So I think that's why they're special. They started this. Now my last question is, how do you feel about the Celtics right now? Um, like they're like in the playoffs or yeah. just in, I'm I'm pretty confident in them. I mean, okay. um, you know, it's two two. They play tonight at eight o'clock. Yeah, I just realized that because I was about to go <laughs> Yeah, so they play tonight, game five, best of three series now. Um, I'm confident in them. It's just that it's hard to stop John Wall, Washington's momentum, winning two two straight games. You can't allow this team to go on a 26-0 run again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the Celtics have to play the way that they did in games one and two. You have to, IT has to score 30. Al has to average close to a triple-double again for them to win. And then long-term, I think Celtics are in a good fit because you have Brooklyn's Lottery pick for the next two years. Mm-hmm. You have a top four pick this year. We will know what it is Friday. And then you have salary cap. You might get Paul George or Jim Butler in the future. So this team is definitely contending. It's definitely going north. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is, do you think if the um, Celtics were to be in playoffs, do you think they're going to pull up fucking Patriots and come back real quick? Mm. Pull a 360. Pull a 360. Like... Because I feel like it's easier to pull a 360 in basketball rather than... Um, Cleveland, I mean, they, they flipped the switch, but no one's touching Cleveland. They haven't lost a game in over a month. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> you ain't, I'm, I'm worried about them catching the L from Cleveland. Cleveland will. Cleveland's giving. But right now, LeBron's averaging 35, 10, and 8. And what is. And he, I'm not good with that. You need to let me know. What does that mean? 30, he's averaging 35 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists a game. He's shooting 50% from the field and 50% from the three point line. 80% from the free throw line. Right now, he's playing like. he's It's like an out of body experience right now. Oh, shit. So that's how good he's playing. Golden State, no one's touching them boys. They're going off right now. Yeah, they're, 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 just, they're just killing teams. So, 
this it's gonna Who be. Who are they playing against? Golden State. For oh, they they're home. They're they're on break. They're waiting for the uh, Rockets Spurs to end. What do you wait? Didn't the Spurs win yesterday? Yeah, but the thing is, they're the series though. That series isn't over. Damn. So the Golden State and Cleveland have over a week off, mm-hmm. while these teams are making their bodies worse, giving all their out. So shit, so man. The, so it's gonna be Cavs Warriors in the finals. I really want like. the Spurs versus Golden on um, Golden State. But, if, if they win, but then low key, I kind of want James Harden to have his moment. <laughs> but then it's like, nah, it's three and two. Mm-hmm. They just need one more game. They need one more game. So, we'll see how that goes. I mean, it was a good game last night. Monty Jones had a game-saving block. Mm-hmm. But um, I see the Spurs winning that series. But I you see they might get smacked around by the Warriors. And I love the Spurs. They're a classy team. You can't hate them at all. Yeah. But, they're a team full of old heads and Kawhi Leonard. Uh-huh. That's it. But this Golden State team, they got the they got the OGs and KD and Draymond. You got Clay and stuff. You ain't touching this team. KD right? just want that fucking ring, okay? And he's like, going back. Him? He's gonna be going back to fucking what you gonna call Oklahoma? it? Oklahoma, Oklahoma soon. He's gonna pull a LeBron. Apparently, he's talking to Westbrook again too, according to Perk. What? Yeah, Kendrick Perkins says they're on talking terms again. So, mm. hey, never know. He you gets the ring to bounce back right back. Bounce back back and bring the talents. He'd be like, you know, here are all the secrets I got. Mm-hmm. Yo, I really think it's like a spy shit. <laughs> what makes you think that like these basketball players like LeBron, they go on these winning teams, <laughs> they win, and then they take all the tricks and terms they learned from that coach and come back to their original team and like, oh, this is what we did. Here's what can do. Okay, club's got something to say. You know no, no, I like it. I like the idea because when LeBron went to Miami, he went back to Cleveland, there's an analogy saying that LeBron went to college in Miami. He learned how to, he got a degree in winning. He learned from Pat Riley, Dwayne Wade. He brought what he learned there, went back to uh, Cleveland. You know how it takes two years to get a master's degree? Mm-hmm. It took him two years to bring a ring home, so he got his master's in winning. So there's always that, like, over-exaggerated analogy, but he learns how to win there. Yeah. And look at him now. He's, he's having the best players of his life at the age of 32. He's on a verge of passing Michael Jordan in playoff scoring. Mm-hmm. He already passed Kobe. He already passed Kareem. So he's adding to his tutelage of greatness. And I think that if it's once all said and done, LeBron might be the greatest basketball player of all time. For that generation. Of all time. For that generation. <laughs> talk about that in this discussion right now, Mr. ESPN. I said might. I said might. For that generation. I don't know because... If I, he beats this Golden State team like he did last year... I feel you have to give it to him because that yeah. Golden State team is stacked, yeah, they, 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 they are. Just for him. I will say that, but I'm just saying because I'm thinking when I'm thinking about like Michael Jordan, I'm thinking about in, like a superstar complex, like you know how like the old Jordans. Maybe one day niggas will be standing in line trying to buy some LeBrons. Speaking of Jordans and speaking of sneakers, are you guys aware of the uh, Lonzo Ball shoes? Yeah, yes, those four hundred dollar fucking them, them, shits, them trash shits. Hey, I'm they look like Kobe. They look pretty nice. I'm not gonna say they look bad. They look for five hundred bills. I I wouldn't pay it, but. LeVar Ball, people hate on him. I think he is a genius. Those should be 80. I love what those, he's doing. Those should be 80. Why? Because I, I hate people saying he's exploiting his son. I'm saying he has every right to take advantage of what he what he created. He created this. Okay. And what I love is that he got three of his sons Division One scholarships. No yeah. other parent can really do that. Now right? question. Before we get to this, who do you think out of the three of them is going to be the failure? Because a lot of them are saying Leangelo. Leangelo. Leangelo? Yeah. It's going to be the failure. Uh, okay. I hate, I'm not going to say no one's going to be a failure because you got a free education. I'm thinking of that in that terms. But yeah, yeah. basketball-wise, mm-hmm. Lonzo, I think Lonzo's the only one to make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, Leangelo, he's like the 6'6". He's the big guy. Okay. I feel like he's going to be in college for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then LaMelo's the youngest one. 
I'm not too sure about. He's like, he's like a Steph. He tries to play like Steph Curry a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like Leandro. He's calm. He's quiet. But I said, I guess it's him. But I don't watch a lot of high school games uh, out out in Cali, so I can't really say. But I guess if people are saying it's him, I I won't say he fail. I'll say that. To them, he fails because he won't be in the NBA. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he is playing Division One basketball. That's not a failure. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's awesome. So, because he goes go on an international team. Exactly. He you has got the options. Name. You don't have to be in the NBA. Exactly. It's not all about that. It's about because international your... teams make match money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But back to Levar Ball, how he's a genius. Three years, sons got Division One scholarships. He's not paying a dime. Yeah. Your son is going to the NBA. He capitalizes off his son's fame. Yeah. Creates a shoe with his son's name. Yeah. Five hundred dollars for the shoes. Two twenty for the slippers. Autograph. Autographs are one thousand dollars. <laughs> are, are people actually buying these things? He made a, over one hundred and twenty thousand the first day. Really? Well, you're lying. Three hundred pairs were. I think it was three hundred, four hundred pairs of shoes were. Now selling. my question people is: are, people are into it like people that. People are buying it. I'm really? telling you, it's like the Yeezys. People will buy it just to have it. And LeVar Ball is a genius behind all this. Oh. I think that he will... I think this will become the greatest... In the, he's like Chance the Rapper of the NBA. Okay. If Lonzo Ball is successful in the NBA, becomes an all-star, yeah. LeVar Ball looks like a genius because think about it. Mm. More people buy his shoe because he's a better player. Okay. So now if the pressure's on him to become great. Okay, that's true. So if think about this too. He'll make more money independently than he would with Nike, than Adidas, than Reebok. Yeah, because you, you don't have to pay any subsidies. Like just like it's like Chance the Rapper. Yeah, he's keeping his money. That's fair. But now it's all on Lonzo to become great. And the question is, where will he go on the draft? Is it Boston? Is it the Lakers? Philadelphia? No one knows. Okay. But it's all on. He better it. get on a fucking winning team. <laughs> I think I think he set a good foundation. It's just like you were saying before. Now or now it's just about executing it, mm-hmm. and the outcome will reap the benefits. Yep. So I I, I love exactly what Lavar Ball do. I think it's a genius. I think if. If this pans out the way it should and it, and he wants it to, yeah, I won't be surprised if other parents follow this. Okay, because it's just pure genius. That's he's the first guy to think about it, and I love that he's a character because we're the media. We're talking about it. We yeah. are advertising for him. Think about it. he hasn't had one advertisement yet. If yeah. you think about it, you're not only the fact that he's a character. He's also making a name for himself, but not only for his sons. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, when I watch like his interviews with um Levar Ball. I could see him even being a fucking analyst for ESPN. Exactly. So you think about it, he's putting his whole family on. Yeah. Do you think, um, I think the design of the shoe plays a lot because when Seth Curry dropped his shit, people roasted that. Exactly. Roasted and nobody that. really roasted LeVar Ball's shoe. I they look nice. I've seen people roast like the price tag, but not the shoe itself. The, it's a good logo. It's a good name. What is, I don't know what's missing. It's just the price. That's it looks just like, the price. to me, if, if they it, look like some bougie-ass Kobe's. But people are buying it. If they brought it down to 200 I think that'd be more plausible. And they'd make a lot more money. Because isn't that the average price for basketball sneakers anyways? Around two. Because Jordan's are like 200 Yeah, but he's already made over $120,000 off that. Think about it. When, when Lonzo has even played an NBA game, he hasn't even been drafted. Mm-hmm. Imagine when he has that international name. Then the, then the shoe might blow up. It's like, if Le- think about it too. If LeBron, people will pay $500 for LeBron James shoes right now. Will they if, really? If they, if they increase Jordans. People, that's, that's a thing? Think about it. No, think about it. If you're paying for Yeezys or rapper shoes, what about a basketball player? I think it's different because Kanye, different. Kanye West has a, a way larger following than everybody. LeBron James, LeBron and Mike, two of the greatest known athletes Yeah. Globally. Well, wait, wait. Are you talking about like athletes of basketball-wise? Because I'm just going to be real with you. I'll be like, you have to think about those football, those soccer play, football soccer players. Soccer players. Oh, yeah, they're, also, they're also, everywhere. Also, Not American football. Also because aside from that, like a lot of the hype behind Yeezys... Has been also fueled by other 
high street fashion brands or companies, and that's why Kanye West blew up so much because and you just see, like, he's oh. so iconic in terms of uh, his fashion, his aesthetic, and the work he's done. So I think it's a lot harder to compare Kanye West to, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a basketball player. Yeah. But you're but you're right though. The way people, the way you just said, the way people, other people promoted his Yeezys yeah. is the same way the media is promoting Lonzo Ball shoes. Mm-hmm. He's not paying for advertisements because we're doing it for free. Yeah, that's facts. Smart man, I respect it. I just, I respect that. I, love I know it. if 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 uh, if some random like a uh, street style blogger like starts rocking his shoes, they're gonna blow up. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna blow up. It's like uh, people are gonna be curious. So what does it feel like? What, yeah, all that stuff. You gotta, it's, it's it's like it's like when the Van Skate has got revamped, when the Adidas Stan Smiths got revamped. The superstars. The superstars with Pharrell coming back with it with the color pack and everything. Reebok's about to be soon. When Reebok got Kendrick Lamar. See. All, like honestly, all he needs is a rapper to start wearing his shoes. And if a rapper starts a wearing his shoes, it's, it's over. Speaking of rapping, Lonzo Ball dropped a song over Drake's "Free Smoke." Apparently, people liked it. Really? Wait. He dropped. A song. I I heard it. I was like, okay, it's whatever. But apparently, a lot of people like it. But a lot of people saying, "Homie got bars." Um, they probably, probably just liking whatever he does. I'm sorry, honest. but Lonzo Ball does look like Drake low key. Like you know before. Yeah. You know, like before Drake blew up when he was when he was when he was pre glow Drake. Aubrey. Yeah, he looks like pre glow Drake when he was in Degrassi. He does look like that. Yeah, at least like, that's how I recognize him. I was like, oh, you kind of like Drake, but you play basketball. He'll probably get an OVO tattoo soon, just like um, what's his name got one. Who got an OVO? Oh, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. What happened to that motherfucker? His uh, alcohol issues. I heard he's like washed out, and then people used to hype him up. He was very, he was a very good college player. People knew that if he made it to the NFL, that money he's gonna. But he ain't got it no more. He probably still got. He probably using the. Hopefully, using it well. But his reputation is so bad that his dad disowned him. Woo! Wait, you lying? Yo. So. Damn. So bad it is. So the entertainment world got some advantages and some disadvantages. You just gotta pick the right ones. So I don't, I don't even know if he still messes with Drake, but there is a high school kid that Drake does mess with by the name of Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson? Yeah, he's like a 6'8 kid from, uh, I believe, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And this kid, he's a big kid, but homie athletic like LeBron. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jake's out here wearing his jersey. Odo Beckham has been caught wearing this kid's jersey. Mm-hmm. Homie's a 17 years old. Really? So That's it's impressive. So people are curious, like, how good can this kid be? But I'm just mentioning that just for the hell of it, because I just thought about like. People are already promoting this kid like Lonzo Ball. Well, I guess we got superstars coming up. Lonzo, you better watch out with them girls when you hit the NBA. That's oh, my God. Is that, them is, lessons. His dad better keep that in check. He's, a, he's what, a 65 Facts, light man. skin? Mm. My thing with Lonzo, too, I think his, he cannot. Lonzo, Lonzo look like a fuck boy, too. He can't come to Boston. Why? Because not from his off-court stuff. Yeah. On the court, he won't get playing time. Yeah. So, I think... I think ideal for him is New York and L.A. Okay. Yeah. So the Lakers, who have D'Angelo Russell, who got caught with um, riding out Nick Young, Figgy Azalea. Oh, that's shit. How, that's how some people remember him. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. Or the infamous, what the fuck meme. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the Knicks, who have their own issues going on with Carmelo Anthony's on and off the court life. Mm-hmm. Um, Porzingis might want to trade. He won't be back in the United States until October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Lonzo Ball is in an interesting situation. I think when the lottery occurs, he's a top two pick. Him and this kid named Markel Fultz from Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see come come Friday night. So. 
Well, that was the sports section <laughs> with Clevis Murray. That was our first sports section, too, actually. That, that, well, <laughs> we, maybe we'll bring Clevis on every week, have a sports section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's like, it. Sports section. But, guys, you know, it's time for it's time for us to bounce. We gave y'all a solid one thirty, one hour and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we just ranted. If you really think about it, this is a rant. This was a whole this is, rant. This is, this is a rant to the ending of season one. It's a rant of ending of season one and us partying our ways and going to go live our lives and doing what we need to do and still continuing this shit. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to send us a review, go on iTunes. You can review us on iTunes. Subscribe, you know, share, you know. What else? Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us the IG. IG. That's going to be our main something. source of communication. Um, Twitter, LTYS Podcast. Clevis, you better share this shit because you got bad followers. Mm-hmm. Y'all can, we really want reviews, guys. Y'all can give us a review. We reviews are important. Reviews are they're, important. They're important. It's, just, it's like giving us criticism. You can give us a one star. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to still listen. Of I'm course. not going to catch feelings because you're being honest. You're right. But give us a review. Follow us. Follow us on Snapchat. Do whatever you want. Like I said, have a good day. You know, God bless y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being there for since day one. Mm-hmm. Fred, you got anything to say before we leave? Uh, shout out to the podcast homies for always following, sharing, listening to us rants about nonsense. And, and eating ass and all and that shit. And shit doesn't even make sense because you know we don't even edit any of the shit. We, we give it to you don't. naturally, raw. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to support. And uh, I hope you like the things that we have coming up in the future in the future i think now we're gonna rock it up even higher and take this a lot more seriously than before yeah yeah honestly we will don't worry and uh prepare for the messiness because we're gonna we got stories we're gonna we got more stories now we'll be talking more shit Uh, yeah this is this is uh and much more different guests much more different guests, more variety, more structure, more fun. Maybe a little editing. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It, it depends on the mood. But, Fred, what do we say in the end of this podcast? Bounce. Bounce.